You guys should see this filming setup. I'm not even gonna show you. It's absurd. Hi guys, welcome back to my channel. It's been a long time since I've been on here, but I am back with some hopefully helpful ADHD type content. Um, I got some really good feedback last time I did uh, an ADHD video and I realized that it's kind of an area where people often go to the internet to look for advice and tips and I have a lot of advice and tips so um, I'm hoping that I can share some of those with you today. First of all this is really weird for me because I now wear glasses all the time and so I can't really see. I hope I'm in focus because the problem is I put the I put my glasses on and then there's like ring light reflections and it looks really bad. So this will be weird but we're gonna get through it together. So today I wanted to make a video on a topic that is near and dear to all of our hearts as people who have ADHD. Whether or not you're diagnosed, sometimes you just have a sneaking suspicion that maybe you have it and you might struggle with some of the things that I talk about um, on this channel. So if you have a diagnosis or if these are just things that you could use advice on, this video is for you. And the topic for today's video is, as you can tell from the title, how to get started. I remember a couple years ago I was talking to one of my friends who doesn't have ADHD and we were talking about the things, some of the things that are really hard for people who have ADHD. And I said something like, yeah, and that's why getting started is the hardest thing. And she goes, I thought finishing a project was the hardest thing. I thought you said that. And I was like, I did. They're both so hard. <laughs> but the good news is that a lot of the time, if you can get momentum and maintain your momentum, you will be able to see a task or a project through to the end. And there are different tips for finishing something that has kind of gone unfinished, but we can get to those another day. So first I wanted to kind of lay out some of the things that make it hard for people with ADHD to get started. And I would say there's two main things, overwhelm and lack of motivation. These are barriers that happen in your brain. And if you have ADHD, they are as a result of chemical things that happen. So I think one thing that's really important and one thing that can actually turn lack of motivation into lack of motivation and overwhelm is if you feel that your lack of motivation comes from some sort of moral failing or some sort of personality flaw. So it's really important to understand whether for yourself or for somebody else that a person with ADHD cannot really control their motivation. So people without ADHD, their brains understand kind of the hierarchy of priority when it comes to things that need to get done throughout their day, throughout their week, throughout their life. And their brain kind of categorizes that in terms of importance and urgency and it can assign the right motivation chemicals for example, dopamine, um, to those tasks which will then motivate that person to be able to start that task and complete it get it done, check it off their list. However, people with ADHD do not have a normally functioning regulation of dopamine. And so what this means is that when ideally their brain should be motivating them to do a thing because it's important, it's due, it takes a long time and they need to get started, stuff like that. Those chemicals that create that motivation within your brain are either not there, not there in proper amounts, or don't hang around long enough in their brain in order to be useful. So 
one thing that I do think is super, super important is really taking the shame out of having a lack of motivation. And so taking that burden of shame or condemnation that you might have toward yourself or that you might feel from other people, taking that off of yourself can sometimes remove the overwhelm and help you to be better on your way to finding the motivation. Oftentimes that burden is just like the straw that breaks the camel's back and if you could even maybe fathom coming up with the motivation somehow, you are like weighed down by these opinions of yourself or from other people of you and that kind of knocks you back down again and makes it very difficult to find that motivation. So moving on to the second big item that I think kind of stands in the way of people getting started sometimes is overwhelm. And like I mentioned, it can be like a mental or emotional overwhelm from something else that you might be dealing with, from some other aspect of the way that you feel or see yourself. Um, and so addressing those things can be really helpful. But overwhelm can also be as a result of kind of some other symptoms of ADHD. I'm gonna try to explain these. It's a little confusing and it's a lot abstract, so bear with me. So if you have ADHD or know someone who does, you've probably heard of the term time blindness. What time blindness means is that people with ADHD are often not as able to predict the amount of time required to complete a task as other people might be able to do. Okay, I just got a phone call. <laughs> Hopefully I can remember where I was. But it's really important to understand that people with ADHD can become overwhelmed very easily. And often the overwhelm has nothing to do necessarily with the size of a task, um, but because of things like time blindness. And I think that there's sort of like another type of blindness that I haven't heard described before. I'm going to call it task blindness, and I'm coming up with this on the spot. I've never put words to this concept, but it's something that I've noticed a lot. So basically in time blindness, it's where we kind of don't really have a good sense of the passage of time, um, how big a task might be in relation to time and how much time is required for that task. But also sometimes I think we can have some task blindness, which becomes overwhelming as well. And what I mean by that is that um, sometimes a task, maybe if we have not done it before, if it involves some kind of social interaction that has some measure of uncertainty involved, or um, something that seems daunting, maybe we're unfamiliar with the subject matter or the process or whatever it may be, um, or maybe if it's just a high stakes task, even if it's a small one, these things can kind of create a sense that this task is very large. Even if it's a small task, like I said before, even if it's a phone call that you have to make to pay a bill or whatever the case may be, if this isn't something that you're used to doing routinely or feels a little bit out of your comfort zone, it can feel like a very big task. And I think the task blindness concept comes in when the feeling that this task is big is more than just a size thing, but it sort of feels like the task doesn't have clear edges that we can see, right? So like, it sort of feels like it's a task that might go on forever, might require infinite amounts of time, might require infinite amounts of brain power or energy or motivation or momentum, right? And 
if that's the case, if we have this task blindness happening where we can't see the edges of something and we can't see the finish line, it can become a very overwhelming feeling task. Okay, so I've gone on long enough about the problem. Problems which, by the way, I probably don't have to tell you about because if you're here watching this, you're probably somewhat familiar with the problem. Now I want to talk about some of the solutions which are actually pretty simple, thankfully. So I think the first thing that I recommend if you're feeling overwhelmed by a task and there are some tasks that are overwhelming that we can actually just kind of cut our losses and say, you know what? That task is actually not super important. It's going to benefit me far more to let myself off the hook and not do that task than try and force the motivation out of myself, right? Because it can be very exhausting to do so. So if you find yourself in a position where this task is necessary, important, or something that you really want to do, and you don't want to disappoint yourself by kind of like backing away from this task, then the first thing I recommend doing is to write out a list of the steps for that task. I have another video which I will link here that kind of goes more in depth about my methods for list writing and um, to-do list writing more specifically and breaks it down into some really digestible steps. So I will link that down below. Um, go check it out if you have not already. But basically this step is for the purpose of breaking down a task that might be big or it might just be overwhelming into smaller bite-sized pieces. This can also serve the function of taking a task that seems big and that you can't really see the edges of or the finish line for and chronicling all of the parts of it. And so once you have this task on paper and you've written yourself through the starting steps and the middle steps and the finishing steps, then it gives you the ability to more easily see the edges of the project, if that makes sense. So sometimes just this step alone of writing down a list of parts of the task or steps of the task is enough to kickstart your motivation. So sometimes that's all you need. Now if you get through this step and you're kind of like, all right, well, I understand all the parts of this project, but there's still something really overwhelming about it, then the next step that I recommend is to write down another list I love me a good list of your barriers and sometimes just getting those out on paper again same with the steps is enough to give you the confidence and the motivation to get started but writing down barriers involves things like just usually sitting for a minute with how you're feeling about this task and ask yourself what are the things that I feel are standing in the way of me completing this task or of me starting this task as is usually the struggle. Sometimes just that step is going to help you feel more on top of it, feel more capable, feel more motivated. And if those two solutions are not quite enough, my favorite one comes into play. And this is the one that I call the Chandler method. Now the Chandler method focuses on uh, getting a small win under your belt because a small win is usually all you need in order to kickstart that motivation, that momentum, and then your brain kind of catches on and gets rolling, right? So that you're at least not stuck at the beginning of something, you're at least moving. I call this the Chandler Method because I am a very big Friends fan. And if you're a Friends fan as well, you might recall the episode where Chandler wakes up on the morning of his wedding day and he's supposed to get ready to go marry Monica and everyone is freaking out because Chandler's nowhere to be found. 
eventually some of his friends find him and I think he's locked himself in his office and um, they have to then convince him that getting married is something that he can do. It's something he really wants to do, but in that moment he felt so overwhelmed and so unsure and so daunted by the task of getting ready, going to the wedding and getting married that he was paralyzed. And this is so relatable as someone who has ADHD because this is exactly what happens when you are having trouble starting a task. So in the show, Chandler's friends took the task and without laying it out in front of him, broke it down and fed him just one step at a time. And they said, okay, Chandler, no worries. You don't have to get married today. All you have to do is take a shower. You've taken showers before. It's not hard. You're very familiar with the process of taking a shower. That's all you have to do. So they convinced him to go back home, take a shower. And after he was done with the shower, they were like, hey, you did it. You took a shower. That's great. Now, you don't have to get married today, but you do have to put your shoes on or get dressed or whatever the next step was. And they repeated this process until he got closer and closer to the step of actually going to the wedding. And it became such a less daunting thing in his mind that he realized he could actually get married. And so the same exact process is what I apply to my own brain. Um, in fact, for this very video, I had to do that to my brain. I was really just overwhelmed with the idea of filming this video, which is the first one back in a while. That's always really daunting and overwhelming for me. And so at the beginning of the time that I had kind of set out to film the video, I thought, oh no, I don't think I can do that today. That's too overwhelming. I don't know if I have it in me. And I thought, no, I really want to get this done. So here's what we're going to do you don't have to film a video today. All you have to do is take a shower. So I took a shower and I thought, wow, I took a shower. That's great. That feels so awesome to have accomplished something, even if it's small. So I told myself, okay, you don't have to film a video today. All you have to do is just blow dry your hair and straighten it. And so I did that. That's a thing I've done a million times. I can do that. And after I was done with that, I kind of was starting to feel the momentum a little bit. And I'm aware of this trick I'm playing on my brain, but it totally works. So I said, okay, you don't have to film a video today, all you have to do is just set up the tripod, right? And then I continue with these really small, approachable tasks that involve things that I know how to do that can be completed in just a few minutes and that are not big, glaring, daunting tasks. And here we are, I'm filming this video now because this method worked so well and it got me close enough to the actual filming of the video that when that was all that was left, I thought, oh, I can do that, I've done all this other stuff. Filming the video is the easy part. So it really, really does help. And I think that it may be something that you might do already and not really be aware or not have thought explicitly about these steps, but hopefully framing it in this context and in the context of the characters from a very familiar TV show can kind of point out how simple and usable this method is. So thank you guys so much for watching. I really appreciate it. And I'm excited to be talking about something that I really care about and I feel like could be so helpful because I have a lot of ideas for. Please let me know in the comments below what you think about these methods, if you've done them yourself, if you have other ones, and also let me know any questions that you might have surrounding ADHD or similar struggles. Maybe you don't have ADHD, but maybe you experience things that are similar. Let me know your questions, things that you want. Um, some tips for because I've been driving this ADHD brain for 35 years 
and I have a lot of tips. So uh, thank you so much for watching and I will see you in my next video. Bye!